Welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Talent. I'm your host, Joe Zer Jr. Last time being regular co-host, but he's welcome back anytime, is Ryan Greening. And also joining us tonight is Danny Williams. How's it going tonight, guys? Not too bad, not too bad. Perfect, Joe. Glad to be here. Yeah. One last time as a regular. It's the last time, but it's not the last time. No, no. I can't wait until something just pisses you off, Ryan, and you got nothing to lose and you need something to rant about. Oh, I don't, I don't think it's necessarily going to be that kind of stuff. It'll, oh, I know, do. I do. You'll you'll need <laughs> you'll need fill-ins here and there and Yeah. We'll need to we'll need to catch up with each other and it's it's definitely not that I don't enjoy doing this, so I'll be back. Well, it is a time commitment. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's that. And yeah, and you know, sponsorship has also been a little bit slower lately, but it's been decent. So, anyway, we have no sponsors this week. So, Danny, what have you been up to? Yeah, well, Joe, for those for those on the podcast that don't really know who Danny is and what he's about, how about we uh, give him a little bit of an intro? All right, yeah, yeah see what he's been doing. It's kind of been a while since I've been in the scene. Yeah, I was right. going to say, it's been a while, I guess. Yeah, I always forget about new listeners. So Danny's just, um, he's a local, I would say now a 1A scale nitro r- racer, maybe a stadium truck racer one of these days. I might have to build his truck for him. <laughs> um, he was the com- the head of the MNRC for a year or two. Yeah, and just all around good, helpful guy. Was on. Are you still on Team Associated? No, that's. Uh, I called up Craig and uh, I relieved my spot this year. Um, I know Craig was. He was tight on positions, and uh, I used to be a critic of guys that used to have sponsorships and not do anything with them. Right. And I figured I might as well put my uh, money where my mouth is and give up to my spy my spot to. Uh, a better surf guy. Sure. I'm, I'm guessing when you decide to come back, cause you will eventually <laughs> that spot. They'll give Joe the boot. Yeah. They're going <laughs> to give me the boot. Yeah. Hey, uh, this is a brand new news brief, Joe. Tell us, tell us your big news. Well, it's, it's really the most important part of silly season. It really is. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> Everybody was on pins and needles. I I finally got onto the Region 7 team associated team, and I'm very excited about that. So how I've, did that come about, Joe? Well, I've been, Tell us a little bit about it. You know, I talked to Craig back when Shamrock was still open. So is that 2019? Maybe 2018? And I go, hey, I go, hey. 2018, I think. Yeah, I go, Hey, Craig, do you have any spots on the team left? And he's kind of like, what? Are, are you really looking? Like, kind of. Because I'll be honest. And I was given a ton of crap for this every time I pick up a sponsorship. I was against sponsorships, but A, the more I've matured, and B, the more Joe 3 gets into racing, those discounts are nice, and I really enjoy repping reputable companies so yeah man i'm pretty excited about it but i talked to him in 2018 he's like 
well, let me see if I have a spot. And then there's just been no spots. And then COVID stopped everything. And yeah, finally, there's been a little bit of room. We've all been racing a little more. And so, yeah, I'm I'm on team. Congratulations, Joe. Yeah, congratulations, Joe. Thanks. Capped it off with one win this weekend. I wish I could have gotten two, but you know me. I run out of talent quite often and barely held on to second place. Yeah, what'd you do this weekend? I went to the Thunder Road Trophy Race. The layout was extremely challenging, not just for me, but for a lot of people because Brian made this new feature. He calls it Thunder Mountain. It's just um, an uphill. It goes up. Let's see. I stood up. I'd say it goes up five feet, and then it just, you know, you have a straightaway with an off-camber jump that's about, five feet and then down five feet that was directly in front of the driver's stand and it was like coming towards us so you never got a good view i'm just crappy at stuff like that you know what i mean it it looked like an obstacle if you had some talent you could almost kind of like double up on top there were guys so i marshaled down in that spot the really fat so there were the two cones and you got to make it around the cones, obviously. The really fast guys, I was jumping, like, because I was waiting to marshal those guys every time they came around because it's they angled their front tires to the inside of that cone. You know, when you've been racing a while, you can tell when someone's going to crash. Yep. Every lap I thought those guys were going to crash because they were taking it so fast and so tight. It's like at the very last split second, their car pushed around that cone. It was nuts. What are you pounding on there, Danny? That is my two-year-old upstairs just going haywire before oh. bedtime. Yeah, yeah, dude. Oof. Is has he? Have you uh, gotten him a PW50 yet with training wheels? No, he's just got the the Strider rolling around. Yeah, PW50 when he's what four? Yeah, probably wait till he's four. I might wait a little longer, um, get him to actually two-wheel balance and uh, ride a two-wheel bike first, and then uh, and then look into maybe going on the, the motorized. But, uh, yeah, he's a he's a typical boy. He's a sender, so I don't know if putting him on two wheels <laughs> is going to be a, a good idea. It might, might follow my footsteps too much in that category. Yeah, well, they're, <laughs> they're indestructible for a little bit. Yeah. Except Joey. Yeah. Joey always was going to school in some kind of like cast and stuff because he would like fall and hyperextend his arm and oof, dude, that was he he had a brutal first few years of when he after right after he started walking. Yeah, yep, yeah, that's that's my boy. He's uh, he just took a head first digger about an hour ago off the coffee table and <laughs> ten minutes later he was right back on it. Oh yeah, for sure. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, so Ryan, do you have moto sheets? You guys had a pretty big turnout at uh, Dollar Hobbies on Friday night. Yeah, it was good. Good turnout Friday night. Um, what do we got here? We went all the way to a D main in two wheel drive stock buggy, yeah. and then they also featured a spec slash class and a sportsman. Sportsman A main Matthew Larson took the win there, followed by Stephen Randall. And Ryan Worthman. Okay. In the spec slash class, there was a little bit of tomfoolery, a little bit of funning around, having a good time. So it um, 
it wasn't a, exactly a straight-up race, but Marty Kilmer took the win there, followed by John Schroer in second, and Jake Scherer? Is that how that goes? Jake Shear, yeah. Jake Shear. Shear? Yeah, and John Schroer. Yeah, they've been racing yeah, so together Jake, for forever. Jake finished third. I've seen his name around a lot online and stuff, but I don't think I've ever he's had a conversation with him. Mostly for... an MMR guy, but he's a really nice dude. Seems like it. Uh, two-wheel drive stock buggy, A-Main. Kyle Holmberg came down and took the win there. Torot, he was supposed to be just there practicing for the day. He was going to leave when the night program started, but he hung around and got second place, and Joey Carlson finished in third in that A-Main. I did not get to start. The A man, I stripped everything out on Where'd you qualify? the parade lap. Where'd you qualify? Uh, last. I was in seventh. Well, that's still pretty good, though, out of 28 buggies. Yeah, yeah, it was it was good, and it wasn't. I mean, I, I didn't really want to race in that A main. I would have preferred to start towards the front of the B main and, and just have a good, solid race with guys near my speed. Yep. Uh, I did end up making it in the A main, but all, all those guys were considerably faster, so I... Sure. I would have been on in my own race, just just trying to stay out of the way and not ruin things. You know, Torres said he was going to leave once the race has started, but you know, he just needed a little bit of good convincing to stick around. He just yeah. needed a lap time within a couple tenths of the fast guy there, and then he's in. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. He's uh, he he recently came down with with COVID, and he wasn't thrilled at the idea of uh being in a packed house but even even when there's a decent amount of people at dollar uh you're, you're able to keep your distance when you're hanging out in the pits and uh you know as far as we know the the five minutes on the driver's stand isn't going to kill you so yeah it's so, yeah it's all that's all what that... happened at that's what happened at dollar hobbies uh we can back up a little bit you went to a trophy race at the 510 two weeks ago correct yep so they had their holiday hustle on December 11th. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? How'd you do there? I did spectacular in Stadium Truck. The start of the really, ma- oh yeah, wow. The well, s- tell us all about it. Start of the main. I start- tell us how great you are, Joe. <laughs> I'm not great. The truck that is set up from a setup that Clayton and Kyle came up with is so damn easy and so damn fast if i wasn't winning with it dude this truck is good it really is it's easy i i'm faster with that truck than i am my mini truggy right now so yeah yeah so my mini truggy it's terrible I, I I wish I didn't go down this techno route. I'm kicking myself in the dick every time I put it on the track. The thing weighs a ton. It drives like it weighs a ton. And it pushes out on every single goddamn corner. Um, I'm making more changes to it. Um, yeah, I hate the truck. It is way more consistent than any of those other conversions I had. It's way more consistent. I can turn the same slow lap time every lap. You think you went off the path at some point? Because I don't remember so much negativity when you just started out with it. I was about to say the same thing. When I started out with it, it was towards the end of the year. And it is a really good outdoors truck. It's very good on the outdoors. 
Um, yeah, it's terrible in high grip situations. There's nothing else I could say. The chassis layout's the dumbest shit ever. I'm going to do the Van Dalen setup um, where you put a B74.1 servo brace on it and lay down a low-profile servo, and you put the speed controller in the back left of the car. Dude, I got to cut, like, I got to make the car. I sat and I chewed on Ben Sovacool's ear for about an hour after that race. I'm like, dude, my truck is terrible. I hate it. I need help. So I'm going to spend all week wrenching on that damn thing. Okay. Yeah, but no. Was it, uh, years ago, back when like Techno was called and Lutz was on the team, the Techno cars kind of had a trait to where you had to be on power for them to steer. Is that kind of the trait of this car? It might where be. Where it works better outdoors and not indoors? It, it seems to be that way. And it also seems like I'm in the general ballpark of setup. The only place where I could find significantly different than Ben was I'm on the outside hole of the top of the front caster block for my link, and he's on the inside. So shortening that up should give me more steering. So I'm going to do that and yet again go lighter in the rear diff fluid to make the thing rotate. I'm just... I ordered the Exotech rear hubs to try to... Like the geometry, it's funny. So Dale Reek, he's uh, one of the dudes, main dudes at the 510 also. He's a fairly new racer, but his ideas of geometry, the, the way they should be on the truck is pretty smart. He goes, okay, you have the stock rear hubs. He goes, look at it from the top. He goes, look at the angle of your tie rod and look at the angle of your dog bone. You see how far off that is? He goes, that's bad. And then went on to the explanation, and I'm getting the Exotech hubs to align those things. Maybe that'll help, too. Did he take a digger there, Nanny? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like he's trying to get into a package of Oreos or something. Yeah. Oh, that's also, I'm also building that uh, that that uh, T6.2 kit. Oh, I got you. I got you. They, they got rid of the letters on the bags. I'm kind of disappointed with that. Yeah, it's just um, one, two, now three. Now that I'm off the team yeah. of Associated, I can gripe. Um, <laughs> I want my D-bag back. I know, and I guarantee that's the exact reason they stopped doing that. Yeah. Hey, you should jump onto TLR and get, get they still have the D-bags. No, I'll... Uh... I'll stay with Associated. They were good to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, like I said, though, that stadium truck is phenomenal. But I, I do plan on getting my truck dialed, and I do plan on doing the Sub-Zero Challenge at the 510 in a couple weeks. Cool. And if that truck isn't dialed, it's going on the for sale block, and I'm getting a wheeler for the clay. Because hmm. who, uh, who stood out at the 510? In what aspect? At just anything. Anybody was anybody lighting the world on fire? Oh, Mod Wheeler was full of a bunch of hacks. Um, there was quite a few situations in both Wheeler classes to where, I mean, they're all the same guys in Mod and thirteen five. They're running their thirteen five car in Mod, which is fine. You just get more wheel time. 
they were all just pounding the piss out of each other. Um, I want to say James Dolan won. Mod Wheeler. He looked really Mod good. Mod Wheeler, A-Main, Clayton Cartaluca oh, started yeah. second, finished first. Oh, yeah. Clayton got away oh, clean on that one. James uh, Dolan finished second. Sam Savakul third. Kyle yep. Holmberg finished in fourth place. So what happened there was um, Sam gave James a position. He had the opportunity to have it overturned because a racing incident happened between the two on the last lap. Sam was in second. But Sam's like, nah, give it to him. Um, okay. Yeah, what else stood out? Um, I can't think of the dude's name. Drew Dockett in Mini Truggy was lights out gone, basically. Um, Mod two-wheel drive buggy. James Dolan took the win there yep. over Torot and Kyle Holmberg. Yeah, Kyle did really good. Kyle crashed a bunch of the main. Um, and then once you crash once, you got to drive super strapped to even try to catch back up. And that's current layout. It's tough to do. It's kind of like their, their new layout that they have now is great, but you cannot go fast on it. So it's super. Why is that? It's just a smaller, tight layout. Like the layout prior was awesome. This is also a good layout. It's just not as flowing as the one prior that's all interesting so in the 17.5 spec buggy class there at the 510 carter gosh took the win followed by Corey hins and jason schwinard yeah uh carter was basically crushing everybody in that class he's turning into a good driver he's probably 10 maybe 11 so, yep. Yeah, that wraps it up for the 510. Uh, the toy box went racing this weekend. I don't know if it was a trophy race or a points race. Looks like it was a points race. Um, Right? December yeah, 18th. Yep. I think so. <laughs> Truggy A main. Ben Savakul took the win there, followed by Jake Savakul and whoever the Green Goblin is. Oh, I, I hate that. Dale Reek, I think. Savannah White finished in fourth. Okay. She beat out our buddy Jake Glander, so that's cool. Yeah. Good job to Savannah. Not a good job to you, Jake. Too. <laughs> uh, stock buggy, A-Main. Fritz the Dragon took the win there, followed by Joe Scaramell and Randy Enger. He's back in town doing some racing. He was at the Dollar Hobbies on Friday night, too, so he'd Doubled up this weekend. Sure, sure. Okay. Uh, mod two-wheel drive, James Dolan, Tony Sletton, Clayton Cartaluca. Mm-hmm. All the usual suspects. Yep. Mod four-wheel drive, James, Tony, and Clayton. Yeah. that's And that's the weekend that was in RC racing. Dude, it's been a busy couple weeks. I'm kind of glad to have, obviously, because it's Christmas this weekend off. I didn't know anybody was racing on the first, but Thunder's going to have a point series race on the first, so I was planning on taking two weeks off. It might just be one week. Right on. Yeah. Uh, when are you going to do some racing, Danny? Where, where um, are you planning on taking? What are you doing with that stadium truck specifically? 
So my, I won it from Joe Scaramel and uh, what's his insurance group, Empire. Yep. Cool. Is that right? Yep. So yep. at the Loose Nuts round, um, Joe Scaramel sponsored the event, and he, uh, Empire Insurance Group, donated a couple of kits. Um, one was a boogie, and the other one was this uh, stadium truck. Uh, I happen to win this. Um, I, I'm just trying to think what what am I going to do with this kit? Um, am I going to actually use it and race it, or could it be? I, you know, I didn't want to go and sell it. Right. Um, cause I, I want it for free. Um, so what I decided to do is I'm going to build it, I'm going to outfit it and, uh, then I'm going to just give it away. Um, I got a couple scouts out there at the, the local tracks, cool. um, keeping an eye on people, um, seeing who would uh, benefit most from a, a kit like this. And, uh, so that's the plan. I'll, I'll race it once for sure. Uh, maybe twice. And then it, it's going to go to a, a home where it's actually going to get used. Nice. Yeah, because wasn't your plan the whole point series at first? Yeah, um, <laughs> I was going to, my plan was to attend the first two rounds of the Toy Box point series, mm-hmm. but I missed that benchmark by a mile. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, so, you've also um, been dealing with a ton of shit in your personal life, so. Yeah, it's, it's been a it's been a year. Yeah, it's tough to get down in the basement and wrench. So, yep, exactly. Yeah. Um, so are you still planning on just doing the loose nuts rounds for MNRC? And uh, as of right now, yes. Um, for MNRC, I'll just be doing loose nuts. Uh, I, I can't justify a full weekend anymore, right? Um, I used to be about that in, in that bandwagon of full weekends, but uh, I, I just can't trade off that much time. Um, so I might try to get to some one day races, um, you know, with the passing of my sister this year, the wife doesn't really like the idea of me racing moto. Right. So unless something changes in her tune on that, I I might be at the RC tracks more this year um, to kind of respect her wishes. So we'll see how that goes. But, you know, I, I, when I talked to Craig, um, this fall, I I told him, I can't say with confidence, I'm going to race heavily next year um so that that's why i uh surrendered my spot on the team um but uh as typical associated manner they said you know if i if i do end up getting back into a full time um there's a home there so awesome yeah man um what else do it all right should we um get into some silly season yeah let's talk about it yeah, Actually, right. no, first, because you're going to touch some of this stuff. So um, you're probably not a regular listener of the program, Danny, but once in a blue moon, I do a segment. It's called On the Tone. It's a, a word association segment. Um, I'm going to throw some stuff out there specifically for you and Joe, and you're just going to kind of say the, the first thing that comes to your mind on the yep, topic. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, Joe, start with you. AE sponsorship. I'm happy to have one. <laughs> Danny, um, I know you said you're not racing motocross this year. That kind of shoots or kicks everything I was going to ask you in the dick, but we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> um, deep ruts. Deep ruts. Um, home. I love it. 
Beautiful. Joe, your next one is Ryan Lutz. He's get, he's like a cat. He's got nine lives. He's gone life number seven. It looks like they're going to announce him on HB tomorrow. Danny, your next one is Supercross. Um, that's a young man's game. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, Joe, your next one is Adam Drake. He would be a great team manager, but the years are starting to catch up with them. Danny, your next one is whoops. Uh, long legs save lives in those. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, the next one for you is OCRC. Fucking religion. I hate it. I hate it so much. Anyway, sorry. We'll, we'll hit on that. <laughs> you don't know why they're closing? Oh, right. Because it's a the church deal. dickhead mega church that Oh, my God. It's that whole Joel Olstein religion for profit BS, and they're taking over one of the, our institutions to peddle lies and deceit. Uh, just, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Joel, Joel Olstein does suck. I've, I feel terrible for you know, I'm the not people a, that have been sucked into stuff like that. I'm not on TikTok, but. TikToks come up on Facebook and Instagram, and my favorite one was a dude was taking a selfie with Joel Steen and goes to Joel, hey, you know you're a piece of shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. Danny, your next one is Snowcross. Ooh, that is a rich man sport. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still play around at all? Yeah, so um, I have a Snowcross sled, but I put a bigger tank on it and softened up the shocks. Um, my plan was to do some of the, the XC races on the ski resorts, Yep. but uh, timing just never seems to work out to actually make it to one of those. Um, the Spirit Mountain is actually hosting the, the season finale for the core races this year, so that's kind of my uh, my staple is to maybe go up and, and hit that one. Cool. Uh, Joe, you kind of touched on this one earlier, Techno Mini Truggy. <sighs> I'm starting to think it's a basher vehicle. <laughs> hey, uh, what, where do things lie with with that vehicle and your new sponsorship? Because they do not make a mini truggy. I can, I believe, I can still run it. Did they say that specifically, or is it a topic that hasn't been brought up? It's a topic that hasn't brought up, but I've seen other team associated best drivers to leave it that way, huh? Yeah, I've seen other team associated sponsor drivers run the Techno Mini Truggy. Okay. So I think I'm okay. Danny, your next one is Dry Hard Pack. Dry Hard Pack. Um, blank, I guess. <laughs> like, I'm specifically thinking, like, Kellogg. Uh, you, oh, I don't know if, I don't know if you ever pack. watched Mazeppa back in the day. Or... Dry Hard Pack. Um, trust the groove. <laughs> Joe, your next one is Stadium Truck. Falling in love with it again. How's it doing as a whole? <sighs> Between 5 and 10 at the 510. Okay, so it's not taking off. It's not taking off, but means. it's surviving. But the truck itself, I love driving it. And, like, 
me and Terrell and Frank and at the prior trophy race, Armand had some crazy battles. And John Click comes and he battles. It's fun. Danny, your next one is James Stewart. James Stewart. Talent in a can. Joe, your final one is Max Mort. <sighs> he... Mm. I don't know. I like hearing him on the No Name RC podcast. He is very knowledgeable. That... This whole deal where he went away and came back, I get how sometimes you got to go away and come back, but it just still, this whole thing doesn't sit right with me. In what way? Expand on that a little bit. What what about it doesn't sit right? I I have a feel. So on JQ, it's the only, I mean, Max Mort is fast, but he's that one level below pro fast. JQ was the only team he was going to get travel on. You know what I mean? Yep. And instead of sticking with the guy who got him there, he kind of did the what have you done for me lately thing and went with Team Associated. Probably got a 100% deal, but with no travel. Did fairly well with them. And then when the what have you done for me lately comes back around when jq comes back around with a brand new buggy that's pretty rad if i must say that is backed by somebody else financially max is like oh hey it's kind of like that girl that cheats on you and comes back when you're a millionaire do you think do you think it was that do you think there's any any likelihood that he was basically like hey you know it's kind of a we're doing a rebuilding year here, something big's coming up. You know, if you get an opportunity, why don't you take it for now? No. And then basically wait till you see what we got coming up. Because for me, if if he did burn JQ, I feel like, well, that door would have been closed. He wouldn't have opened it back up so easily. JQ seems like a guy that would hold a grudge to me. If JQ and Keenan are honest, which I know Keenan's honest. Keenan is an honest man. Um, They... We're not ha- Keenan didn't talk to Max for a year. Okay. Um, JQ. But they they welcomed him back with open arms. They did. Why do you, Why do you think that's? Why do we care about this kid? More specifically, why does JQ care about this kid? What like? Because you say, what have you done for me lately? What has he done lately? Well, he's won the open class at was it DNC or PNB? <laughs> Well, no, it's really good. I mean, shit, it's better than I could do all day. Well, no shit, it's better than we could do. We're not. I, I kind of we're feel, not going I, for factory rides here. I kind of feel like it was a big brother, little brother thing between JQ or Matt, or even a Max, or even a father and son situation. That's kind of what I what I think is those two have some kind of a bond. Yeah, and. I see that all the time. Sometimes it's cool, like between like Max Morton, JQ, and sometimes it's creepy, like the old fat guy, like that Humpty Helm guy, and some fifteen-year-old girl. <laughs> I forgot about that. 
I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my but... god, I'll have to send you articles later. But anyway, speaking of, I'm, I'm I'll go back to the Mayako thing in a minute because they made some big moves. Did you see that creep on the RC Racing Group earlier this week? Hey, are there any girls into racing? PM me. <laughs> like, yes. Are you for real? Hey, man, he shot, he shot his shot. He did. And he's, look, he's, looking, he's looking for his Ronda. <sighs> he sees what Adam has going on, and he's looking for his Ronda. If you can't throw a car around like Adam Drake, you're not going to get a Ronda. <laughs> I, I don't think anybody's going to get around it by throwing an RC a car, car around well, personally. Well, we know but... what Adam was throwing because it wasn't money. <laughs> uh, the last one, the last on the tone for Danny is Jason Lawrence. Um, what could have been? No doubt. Fuck, bro. <laughs> That's all I remember about him is he dropped an f bomb on live TV. <laughs> he w- he won a race in Vegas, and I don't remember if it was Jamie Little or whoever it was at the time. That might have been Aaron Bates was interviewing him, and you know the first thing he said was "fuck." I don't know. I hate those draconian FCC laws. I mean, they. They don't make sense in today's day and age. Well, they they didn't catch it. It it went live. Okay. No, I know. Have enough. They didn't have a delay or anything, no. so it it went out over the air. Well, they always have a delay, but it probably wasn't a big one. So, like the UFC, I figured is on about a one minute delay. Okay, and they still miss the swear words. It's like the fighter swears and they cut out the next. 10 words they say but um because i can tell when the betting line closes it's about a minute before their walkout so i'm guessing the walkout has already started happening live but the betting but we don't know because they're on about that one minute delay so that's the way i figured that but yeah tv tv's a minimum of a 15 to 20 second delay. That's our on the tone segment. Yeah. Anywho. All right. So we touched a little bit on silly season. Um, HB, um, they made a post saying, who could this driver be? And it's a silhouette of lots. It's got to be lots. I mean, who else could it be? I saw a little bit of a mullet. I'm like, oh, that's got to be Ryan Styles Harris. But it's like, nah, why would he do that? <laughs> but so, and why would HB make that big of an announcement for, I mean, Ryan Styles Harris, don't, don't get me wrong about Ryan. He is one of the RC's biggest YouTubers and he is a good talent, but he'll never be a pro racer. But if he continues with his YouTube channel, he'll make more than a pro racer. I don't know. What do you guys yeah, think? Yeah, I often wondered what Jason Snyder would have continued that trick that he had where he would have been now with as huge as YouTube is. So I talked to him, not forcefully, uh, a 
year when did when did I have to edit that raw speed episode when I talked oh, that's going back away two now. years two it's got to be two years because it was when Cav was with them um it's when Cav signed with them so maybe three years um he he hadn't made a video in like a year and he was still making three to four hundred dollars a month off his YouTube channel it's crazy. It is. I mean, that's nice supplemental income for not even making any new content. Mm-hmm. Right. That Mark Santa Maria guy, he's the biggest um, RC YouTuber. And uh, I, who is that? Or what does he do? Uh, he is a really nice dude in Texas. He's just a he's he's the bridge between basher and racer. Okay. There's there's a bridge for that. I I guess. And okay. it's like he's got uh, hundreds of RC vehicles. It's like you know how there when there's a Traxxas TRX4 and there's like ones with slightly different bodies or slightly different this or that. He has to have every single one. He's one of those guys. And he he vlogs about it and um I started paying attention He's a guy, Ryan, I was telling you about that he threw $500 over his shoulders to dig to the bottom of a tote for $500. Because he was, um, he bought a storage locker from a defunct hobby shop. And he was literally threw like $500 worth of B6 hop up parts over. He's like, I don't know what this is. Cause he races mainly a scale. He's like, I don't know what this exotech stuff is. Literally throws it over his shoulder and grabs some, I don't know, whatever fucking rims in the bottom of this tote. These are like $500 on eBay. It's like, <laughs> okay. So anyway, yeah. Mark Santa Maria, his videos, I don't watch every single one, but I watch a few, and he's a good dude. He's just a little uneducated on the racing side. Hmm. He also had an RC podcast for a while, too, that he quit doing. I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, maybe I should start YouTubing and make some actual money. (laughs) Good luck with that. Yeah. I would get flagged on my first video. <laughs> you would not get monetized. No. Nope. I would be right. Th- nah, we'll get in that. But yeah, anyway. So I'm guessing Lutz to, because it, it's been rumored now for a while that Lutz is out of WRC. Um, Ronald Falk to Mayako. Didn't we kind of call that the last episode? Yep, we already talked about that. Yeah, well, it's official now. Um, the RC World lost their mind, and we'll talk about what's in it for them in the questions because there's a question about it. Jackson Brunson, uh, young up-and-comer, he's usually at the bottom of the a- pro-A mains at big races. He has left Team Associated. Um. We've already talked about Max Mort leaving AE for Mayako. Like I said, it's like that girl that cheats on you and then comes back after you've made a million dollars. I saw something 
earlier in the week about Van Dalen and motors and it must've been taken down. Yeah. I was going to talk about that. Um, so. Cause now I can't find it. Yeah. OS. OS is motors. These past few batches. It's like the sleeve is really soft and they need to be pinched after like a gallon and a half or two gallons. And for some people, they've just been grenading. I don't know what has happened. Danny, you're a motor guy. Um, yep. Have you heard anything or why this has been happening with OS-style motors, especially it was happening with that techno block motor? Mm. No, I just know everything's hitting quality control issues. Um, if I remember right, isn't like the the ProTech and the Techno Block motor? Aren't they a bit cheaper than the actual OS? Yes. Line? Yeah, about a hundred bucks. So what that tells me, because it's for the most part, um, it's the same quality build. You know, you got your your DLC crank and and piston and stuff. So what that tells me is the the hundred dollars you're going to get less of a quality control. Um, so they're just going to take a piston and sleeve set and match them together. Yep. Or just put them together and not match them, like the actual OS speed line where they match the pistons and sleeves. Gotcha. So when you have times like we do where they're just pumping everything out the door and you already have a little bit more of an open quality control um, for a, a budget standpoint, mm -hmm. um, you're going to run into issues um more readily I so I, I don't know that's a that's the exact case i'm just saying that's that's what it could be yeah um seth had an ultimate engine in his car for the hobby plexer and you know what seth could have been just out of motors and needed something to finish a weekend that happens to a lot of guys too yeah i've borrowed that kid a motor before and he freaking waxed me with it so yeah <laughs> Yeah. Is an ultimate a an OS based? Pico, or? I believe. I believe they're Picos. Yes, I think Joe's right on that. And it's like talking on the cheaper side, I wanna say the most cheaper isn't necessarily always bad, but it's like uh, I wanna say the ultimates, like the higher end ones, run about that three fifty, four hundred dollar price range. So, I'm not sure. We'll see. I mean, the, 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 he he needs to finish races. Which, I don't think, when, when he doesn't finish a race, I think the motor is rarely the issue, but they must be seeing something. So, uh, um, do you think, uh, still no word on Borhorse yet. Um, what do you guys think? Do you think he's out of techno? Do you think they're going to keep this bloated team? I think they have to trim some kind of fat. I know that the industries are raking in the money, but I, I haven't seen people wanting to return that investment. I think they're just kind of pocketing it right now. Yeah. So I think they got to trim some fat on the team. Did you see the video? I wish I had it still did you see the video at the nationals when uh Bornhorse blew up at sean yes oh dude that was just a terrible look for Bornhorse. 
what happened yeah. there. Um, I believe Dan Borhorst takes Seth out for like a position or try to. It, I don't know if I know there was something between the two. I think Seth got the better end of the deal. Okay. Position wise. Yeah. But I, I can't remember what happened if maybe Bornhorst got into Seth and then Seth made it back by or something like that or or I don't know. I just know I think Seth got the better of the positions. So Joe was obviously hot about it and uh Yes. He found Sean in the pits and And Sean's like yeah, and somebody turned on the camera and Sean's being calm and Bornhorst is like, No, F you, F you just screaming. It's like, Whoa <laughs> It's like you know, I I hate to say it, but I do kind of like seeing that type of shit. Right. Because it's just the RC world, man. It's like I get it how like the Ryans and Tebow and all them guys are always like we need to be friends because we see each other week after week. And if we want to make this work, the, there can be a rivalry, but no hatred. The group before them. There was hatred. There was no friendship there. Like with Saxton and Dagani and a bunch of those guys. It was pure hatred. Cut your throat. It just, just none of it ever got on camera. That's that's a shame of that whole era. Um, yeah, let's see. What else do we got here? Um, Michael Orlowski out of LRP. I ain't even... <laughs> I even know LRP. I know they kind of went back into business, but I don't think they've come out with anything relevant in the past 10 years. Do you? Yeah, I thought that was a brand that was going to be gone, gone. Well, they went, they did go out of business, but then all of a sudden they popped right back up, kind of like what HPI does every now and again. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't know that LRP used to recycle generations old uh associated cars and sell those too um let me see their speed control dude they're still using the flow x <laughs> that was a bad speed control back when it was in its prime yeah um the spx the spx was the first brushless esc i had back in 2007 um yeah flow x oh wait flow x off-road coming soon oh <laughs> you know what i hope lrp shuts down for good and quits recycling this garbage um they were it's sad too because they were relevant back in the day they're not anymore um, so we talked about Seth. Tony Ehlers is still rocking a flow ESC to his two wheel drive buggy. That's nice. Funny. That's funny. Um, Tanner Denny to S works. And it's like, Meh, okay, who cares? Um, he kind of seems like a guy that's half in half out. He, he could have, I think his window is rapidly closing. S works is up. Very, very good car. Their newer stuff since I think they switched ownership. And when, like when um, Atushihara went to S Works, their stuff was pure trash. 
I think they switched ownerships and they're doing things a different way now. And I think the cars are actually really good. I don't think there's any really bad A scales out there. Do you? Any of you? Mm, um, I'm sure you could find one, but I think in the mainstream. X-ray? That... Well, Tessman can still win with it every once in a while. His win percentage has gone down since he's gone to that brand, though. That's um, true. I know I was able to get that car to work pretty good when I had it, but I don't. I know they stayed kind of on that current platform, and then they shoehorned like a C hub setup that you could also put in it. It never Team worked. C? Oh, Team C, yeah, they're trash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Caster, if they're still around, they're also pretty bad. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, and this is one for the local guys because he's raced around here, but uh, he's a Kansas City guy. Chris Morant is going to WRC. I did not see this one coming. No, neither did I. That was a bit of a shock when I saw that. Um, so he was with, was Morant with S-Works before HB? No, he was with Sorsiki. Yes. So he was with Soar, and he was the only driver on that team with any kind of talent, and he had <laughs> zero help with the car. That's why I'm kind of like, if Lutz does leave WRC, which I'm guessing it'll be announced tomorrow because everything's announced Monday after we're done recording, I'm guessing Chris Morant will be the highest talent that that team has, and he'll be in the same position he was with with Soar. Mm-hmm. Um, Rob Isaac, he's a good dude, and he's pretty knowledgeable, the team manager for those guys. But, man, it, mm, that's one of those things that can only take you to 50%. You need that guy either above you or equal to you to bring you to 100%. And that's one thing, too, I think X-Ray needs. Not many people want to work with Gord, but guess what? They, I guarantee they got a spot open on the North American pro team that nobody wants to go to. Yep. Yeah, it was being on that team underneath Gord was... You know, Ty's setups were always out there. Yeah. They didn't really work for the average mortal. Right. But, man, the, the way he ran his team and how you had to fill out a setup sheet for every race and then you had to list all your changes of everything you did. And then he would actually give feedback on that. So that's why I was able to get that car as good as I was because he... Okay. Have you thought of trying, you know, like if you change your, your rear link for more turn? Yeah. He would say, have you tried tried a different sway bar with that link and it should complement it more and so they kind of drive that right but uh when when you don't have that at your asset um you're just kind of out in left field almost yeah especially you were the only one was scaramel running x-ray at that point i yes um i can't remember if it was just e-boogie or if he was also on nitro um, okay. I think he was just starting to get into A scale, if my memory serves correct. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just, I think after the whole uh, 
C.J. Jelen deal, mm, nobody, nobody really wants to do anything with that. And that's another thing. Do you think uh, C.J. Jelen's going to be with Kyosho for another year? Or, I mean, that kid's been pretty quiet. I think Kyosho in general has kind of been pretty quiet. Yeah, I mean, they came out, I think, at the beginning of the year with their TKI2. But then after that, it's been like, eh, nothing, at least on the American side. I know they're done with 10 scale, which after the RB6 platform, they were pretty much done regardless. Yeah, yeah. So, anywho, um... Yeah, man, we got, um, before we get into, uh, tech inspection, um, I'd like to thank everybody who's purchased a t-shirt and they're still for sale guys at pwrmerch.com and search for ran out of talent. A lot of some of our i we got three shirts i believe two of them go up to 3xl um also while you're there check out the 510 gear um ogilvy track just got one the mnrc gear there's a ton of really cool merch for a lot of minnesota specific stuff too so i know the 510 guys sold a ton of shirts because their shirt's pretty cool so Keep your, go to, yeah, go to pwrmerch.com and get your guys, get yourselves a shirt. And yeah, my goal is to see two people that aren't me and Joe three wearing ran out of talent shirts locally at every track we go to. I don't know. Anyway, um, so tech inspection I posted a little bit later today because I didn't know we were going to record today. Because, um, Ryan, you're doing a Christmas lights thing tomorrow, right? Yep. Yeah, getting together with some family members and going to go look at lights. All right. Um, yeah, that sounds like fun. I just... I, I haven't done that in a good while. We used to go up to Bentleyville. I think it's drive through now. So. I, don't, I mean, I don't really care about the lights. It's more just, more just good family time. Yeah, I I like making the kids ooh and ah, and they don't really ooh and ah anymore. Yeah, uh, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. We're not doing it with little kids, and okay. Yeah, I don't yeah. really care about the ooh and ah. We just we just want to see Snoopy and Rudolph and yeah. the rest of the gang. JC. Yeah. Yeah. See some good. Good JC setups. <laughs> um, yeah, Jackie is uh, starting to become a dark kid anyway. I don't know how much longer she's even going to like Christmas. You see her gingerbread house she made today. Oof. <laughs> it's a gingerbread spearing a little gingerbread man, and she calls it, get off my lawn. <laughs> it's like, Jesus, kid. You realize you're 100% responsible for that, Joe? At what? Yes and no. So, she really didn't start this until middle school. I think 
if she cared enough, if she was like a kid that wore makeup and cared about what clothes she wears, she might be a goth kid. Okay. Um, but she, like her favorite shit is her like her shirt has to be tie dyed and it has to have a fat cat on it. Those are her clothes clothes requirements. Um, <laughs> this one's from Doug. Douglas Reek, uh, what is Ryan's best departing advice to all RC racers? Uh, bathe daily. Yeah, some <laughs> of you fucking guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ryan, you're so correct. Bathe daily and brush your teeth, homeboys. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> um, Have fun. Yeah. And, and you guys are. Yeah. So can continue having fun, Dale. You know, don't take it too serious. Don't beat yourself up. Don't walk outside the door and throw vehicles like Joe and I do. Yep. When yep. you're having a bad day. Um, yeah, really enjoy it. Enjoy the friendships. That I mean, that's the best part is meeting all kinds of cool people that you would have had no opportunity to meet otherwise. I mean, that's what I'm most thankful for. Yep. Um. Aiden Burke. Yeah, guys, take it, take a shower. Yeah, Aiden Burke is wondering uh, why Ryan, just why Aiden Burke from the Extra Lap RC <laughs> he is podcast. My guy. He's got the Aiden, best. Aiden, if I ever, if I ever, um, you know, fall into money, some kind of financial windfall, uh, and I want to turn myself into a public figure or something, Aiden's gonna be my hype man. Yeah, dude, he's... absolutely. <laughs> His voice is ridiculous. That's what I I hear his podcast and get jealous because I'm a fucking mush mouth and yeah. <laughs> um, thanks for all your support. Yeah, uh, Aiden, it's truly a pleasure and I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next time he comes to the U.S., I'm gonna plan because he before I knew him, he uh came to the U.S. and he raced in Vegas and all that stuff. It's like, dude, Vegas is cheap. Uh, Brad Maynard is wondering Viking to Mayako he says good or bad credibility I don't think Rana Folk would put himself in a situation to where he'd screw himself but it's going to take him at least a year what do you guys think I hope it's less Yeah, I, I, like, I like seeing him I like seeing that guy do well Right. I I wonder how much time he already has with it. Allegedly, he got the car the day he signed. Allegedly. I'm going to have to call bullshit on that one, and I'm going to say he's had his hand in development all along. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't be incredibly shocked if he came right out of the gate. Yep. Going. I mean, this thing's got some cool stuff, though. I mean, it's got the Servo Saver Eliminator. It's got a floating radio box. So, does that mean it's not bolted to the chassis? The radio box? It would have to be at least one point. Well, yeah, one servo point, saver but... eliminator. Yeah. So instead, is that a of... thing? We're not really using servo savers. Not anymore? really. Servos are expendable. Yeah. Well, dude, you put on an aluminum arm and you crank the spring down. There's a little give, but there's not much. On okay. 
so you know on the carpet or on the the b6 style vehicles i always say get the aluminum bell crank arms but keep the bell crank itself plastic on carpet we're all aluminum now just to get that little bit extra steering the rear upper arms really kind of intrigue me too yeah and then it looks like the actual chassis itself it looks like it's wide like a kyosho mp9 mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so adjustable engine position this will be an interesting car um who's gonna pull the trigger on one around here i'm any, sure any word on that uh, i believe the iggy's got them i think okay uh okay. yeah if i didn't get on ae i might have done it but yeah I'm, I'm no, you're 100% right. You are right. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see who picks what off of it to put on their own car. Yeah, where the, the bandwagon's going to follow. Exactly. Well, the adjustable motor mount position is going to be huge. Not huge, but it'll be something that every company can do. I remember the original JQ car had something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that you... was just kind of set and forget. Like you found one spot that worked and you never changed it. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, one thing I forgot to hit on, guys. Um, 510 was making good moves in the sportsman class. No more modified motors in sportsman. I enjoy that. I love it. Yep. So 13.5 in a four-wheel drive vehicle or 17.5 in a two-wheel. So, yeah. yeah. I'm, Good call. Dude, I'm going to be... I'm not going to take days off for DNC to watch it on TV, but I will be taking that whole Sunday off for main day and watching the mains. Because that is the biggest news story at DNC, at least of right now. Who else has beat that? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, just You just want to see how the Mayako does, you're saying, or what? I want to see how Ronald Falk does, and I want to see how the Mayako does, too. Because um, you also got to remember, Ronald Falk has been under strict lockdown over in Europe. Like, they're... That's that weird draconian shit happening. He hasn't been racing often. Or if he has, it's been touring car here and there. Um, Kyle Swanson is wondering, with the sad closing of OCRC, who will be running the Reedy Race of Champions? I think it's over. What do you guys think? Uh, probably just move down to SDRC. It might it's like an, it's like an hour, it's like an hour and a half away. Yeah, um, that idea has been floated out there, but um, I've talked to quite a few guys from down there. I mean, we all have, and it's not the same thing at SDRC. I don't know. I don't know if I want to see that race survive anymore because, God, I forget. It was at the original track for X amount of years, and then it bounced around a little bit, and it never felt right until it landed at OCRC. Um, 
there's still the possibility that they find a location, but it's highly unlikely. Well, they should do it in Omaha. Yeah. 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 Nice, nice, big, open space, large tracks. Uh, His 10 scale tracks are awesome. Yeah. I I don't want to see the format go away. I, I like seeing that format once a year. Yes, I like heads up racing in RC also. Yeah, we were doing that for a while, Danny, but um, a lot of butthurt happened in, in qualifying that just – and people – so we – the theory was were, were was the mains were rough because we weren't used to racing each other. We were just doing IFMAR qualifying and all that. The mains come – and it's like, no, it just got rougher. <laughs> <laughs> when, when we were doing heads up, it's like, oh, this was – not what we thought it would be. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm I'm telling you what, I'm pumped for 2022. Um for once I'm not looking forward to running my mini truggy, but I'm going to do that um for the Sub-Zero challenge. We'll see how that thing goes. Well, with with the positive attitude like that, I'd and I see great success in your future, Joe. I'm going to put the hours into it. Should we already put the headline on uh, the next episode, Ryan? <laughs> F mini truggy. Joe, Joe body slams techno mini truggy. <laughs> Returns to, uh, what was that other one called? Uh, velocity. The, yeah, velocity. God, I just, the, there was just a little something missing from that truck. And I think it was length. I think. I needed help with it. I didn't have help. And again, that's that thing like if I'm out on an island by myself, I could have the best vehicle in the world and be missing that one piece to the puzzle and nobody there to help me find it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. Um, Ryan, are you going to go to uh, the Sub-Zero? No, not with one car. Because now I'm on clay, I'm down to one two-wheel drive buggy. Okay. Um, that's a lot of, that's a lot of sitting around, for one class. It is. Um, I I honestly at this point, I mean we're we're almost to January. I might make it through this season without running my clay car. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty comfortable with what I'm doing, and where I'm doing it. Yep. And, but. Uh, that being said, it, I could just end up at a club day or something because I do go in the general direction of the 510 uh, to get up to Brainerd and visit my family and stuff. So it could still happen. I just don't I don't have any plans set in stone. Sure, sure. Danny, when's your first race with that truck going to be? Well, um, I just about got the front end done. So at this rate, I might make it by spring. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my goal is to hit a race in January. Cool, cool. Yeah, it's... I'm... On clay or carpet? Uh, clay. It's okay. a little, little fr- not frustrating, but it's like last year I had a way easier time convincing Joe 3 to go, hey, we're going to clay this week, carpet this week. And he's like, cool, cool, cool. Um, For that last 510 trophy race, he goes, Dad, I don't want to race on clay anymore. I'm like, I'm going to give you this break, but you're going to fucking race on clay. (laughs) 
Because you're... When, but that's the When thing. I was racing 10 skill, the most often, I almost preferred carpet just because of the consistency factor of it. And I'm not a huge 10 skill guy. Yeah. So I didn't want to really kind of play the games that you play to get the, the 10 skill tires to work on. Right. Play. And once you get them figured out, it's not really a game. But Yeah, I, I got... Did, I have his tires figured out to where they're easy. They're really yep. easy. Um, the thing is, yeah, he's just, he's not going to be a one dimensional driver. I refuse to have it. He's, he's going to run a scale on loose dirt and he's going to run on the clay and he's going to run on the carpet and he's going to run on the Astro turf. He's not going to be like, I've and then he's just going to run away from home. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, I, I'm sorry that I spent thousands of dollars to make him play with the toy car. I'm such an asshole. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, and people, so like, it's kind of like, uh, I've been seeing this more and more often where the parents are uh, f- more friends with the kid. And like Joe three, he's about ready to graduate from sportsman on the carpet. He's going to be going up to intermediate here pretty quick. And, like, he's, like, driving just sloppily. He's got a massive lead, but it's like he's pushing out to the wall at the end of the straightaway. I'm like, Joe 3, knock it off. And everybody's like, but he's winning. I'm like, yeah, but he's driving like a jackass, and I know he can do better. (laughs) So (laughs) Everybody's looking at me like I'm a dick, which I may be being a dick. But dude, I know you can nine do times out of ten when Joe asks that question, it's a yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm being a dick with a purpose. Because also too, I always tell Joe right when he's doing something immediately because I'll forget by the end of the race. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, man, we've been going for about an hour ten. I don't have anything else. Any parting words, Ryan? Yeah, I've got a, a final racers minute. It's awesome. a, a segment that we skip over a lot of times, but it's just random shout outs to anybody, really, but usually people in the RC community. Yep. So big shout out to all of the ran out of talent listeners. Uh, I think over the past couple of years, you and I, Joe, have, have grown this show. Yes, for sure, for sure. Because um, I was even people that we didn't reach before. Hey, we're huge in Malaysia, dude. We're huge in heard, Malaysia. I don't know if you've heard great. that ever from <laughs> Joe, everybody out there. But we are huge in Malaysia. Um, but yes, thank thank you, everybody. Thanks for participating. All yeah. the questions every week um, that helps us, you know, generate content and get yeah. you guys these episodes. Thank you to you, Joe. Yeah. Thank you for uh, you know taking a chance on me in the beginning and letting me oh, come yeah. on and be a part of your show and um yeah yeah well, yeah i've had a lot of fun with it so thank you well i appreciate you pushing me into doing it more because uh, i was basically done when you're like hey let's do the do the one episode from the 510 and it just grew from there yeah yep so that it's was been a good thing. It has been. And you pushed me to make an Instagram page, which was insanely easy. And a Gmail for this, which is insanely easy, which comes with the YouTube page, which I'll get around to using one of these days. And I think, I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think you are as deeply involved 
with RC as you are right now because we continued to push with the show. It's this and, and Joe 3 getting into racing. Exactly. Yeah. Those two things have really, you know, I was a monthly to bi-weekly racer before we started doing this again, and now it's just been every week, every single week. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, except for obviously holidays. Uh, yeah, man. Danny, do you have any shout-outs? Uh, just Mr. Ryan, Ryan Greening himself. Um, yeah playing devil's ad- advocate when Joe goes off the deep end sometimes. And uh, yeah, it's he good. really brought a balance to the show. Yeah. And, you know, that's also why in 2022 I'm going to be bringing Joey Fitzsimmons on to co-host because he will also always call me on bullshit. Got to have it. You do got to have it because – and you know what? It makes for decent content, a little bit of a – not argument, but a little bit of a debate. Yeah, there has to be back and forth out there. There's there's some podcasts that I follow that I really enjoy, but I would enjoy a whole hell of a lot more if the two dudes didn't just constantly back each other up. Oh, yeah. You know, a lot of podcasts you might as well just hear in the background just... Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's like... Yeah, it's... I, I can really only... I listen to... The Extra Lap, the No Name RC podcast, and Rip, and TSR sometimes, you know, because I'm not a drag racer, and it's just hard for me to listen to a three-hour show about drag racing. But those are the few shows to where it's not everybody doing touch butt in the park. So, you know one thing you gotta listen to on radio impound next time you guys listen to it um jace um jason's fu is him going mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's him saying fu to somebody basically or i was effing right and it's just mm-hmm. <laughs> now you're all gonna hear it from now on there's a new episode i'm gonna be listening at work tomorrow and i bet i hear it at least a half dozen times Uh. (laughs) so anyways uh yeah ryan it's been a pleasure do we have any more content i believe i've run out joe yeah man we're out of talent uh we'll see you i don't know early to mid-January of 2022. Thanks, Ryan, and thank you for coming on tonight, Danny. Yeah, thanks for having me, boys. All right. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everybody. Talk to you guys later. Bye.